Slot Perspective Podcast, episode number 12. I'm taking it back on this one. 2001. Any of y'all remember this? I was in the eighth grade. God damn. I always thought this was one of the hardest beats. To this day, I still think this beat is hard. It's like them BT uncut days, but this video wasn't uncut, I don't think. Wasn't no ass shaking. Let's do it. Yo, yo, I roll with nothing but them real niggas. Hard to kill niggas. Quick to grab the steel niggas. Soldier in the field niggas. Hard to find niggas. Out there on the grind niggas. Quick to put the nine and spot in them out of line niggas. Thug niggas. A slug to your mug niggas. Drug niggas. Ski mask and bloody glove niggas. Triple beam niggas. Scheming for the cream niggas. The mean niggas. The million dollar dream niggas. Made niggas. Them never be a slave niggas. Out here getting paid niggas. Cradle to the grave niggas. Them drunk niggas. Them fat blunts and skunk niggas. Quick to pop the trunk niggas. Ready for the funk niggas. Wild niggas. Crazy drunken style niggas. Loud niggas. They're live seven mile niggas. Dripping blood niggas. Clowning in the club niggas. Show me love niggas. Drunken Master, 50 players deep. Well, 50 niggas deep. Players was the radio. Uh, man, that track was hellas ago, man. Like 2001, I want to say. And uh, I remember that joint, man, being one of the hardest beats back then. And if you listen to the lyrics, he actually count like all the niggas that he with. Like in the verse, he counts out 50 niggas. I be with them whatever niggas. Like he, and then you hear in the background, the ad libs. He in the background, one, two, you know, count all them niggas that he be with. But, um, yeah, man, my crates is deep. I always roll with some deep crates, uh, lots of music, all kinds of genres. Shout out to all y'all that, that like the intros, like the music. But um, Episode number 12, man, what I'm going to get into first, I'm not sure. Uh, I got a lot to unpack on this episode. I think this one might be longer than usual. But we'll see, because I ain't got number three people listening to this podcast anyway. <laughs> But shout out to everybody that's uh, been rating, subscribing, commenting on uh, the Instagram or commenting on iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever, man. Um, and I don't know, maybe what the first topic I want to dive into is uh, Joe Button, man. Uh, Joe Button podcast. Shout out to Joe Button. He got a new deal with Spotify. And uh, that's pretty dope for the culture. I feel that. But um, I was listening to this podcast uh, every once in a while, I listen to his podcast. His podcast be mad long, and uh, sometimes I don't really care to be listening to all that. But I did listen to one episode, and he was talking about, um, you know, why do all the podcasters now rush to the iTunes uh, podcast platform to upload their podcast, and uh, you're not getting paid for it? And potentially, you know, um, Apple being able to make money off of your streams of your podcast in some sort. And Joe, I will say to you that most of us up and coming podcasters, more than likely we doing it for fun. For me, example, I do it for fun. I don't get paid for this at all. But even though people will hit me on my Instagram and think I'm like some podcast guru and I'm making money off of this because I have a podcast. No, I do this in my uh, studio room in my crib, in my drawers, with a tall can beer at times, you know what I'm saying? But I will say to you, Joe, um, why did you guys do it when you guys started your podcast? Because you weren't making coins at first, right? Or I may be wrong. I don't know. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but you did it too. Um, I do know his new Spotify deal 
uh, I guess it entails like exclusive exclusivity. I can't talk, man. Y'all know I graduated from school though, but I can't talk sometimes. Exclusivity with uh, his podcast. So I guess Spotify will be the only platform that will have his podcast on it. But if that's the case, I won't listen to the podcast no more because one, I don't want to download Spotify, and two, if I'm not mistaken, I think you have to have premium SoundCloud and be paying for SoundCloud. No, not SoundCloud. I'm sorry. Paying for Spotify, premium Spotify, and paying for Spotify to actually listen to the Joe Budden podcast from now on. So that won't be me. I'm not interested in uh, paying to stream my music on Spotify. I actually do pay to stream my music on Tidal. Uh, one, because it's uh, the black man that owns the company, uh, Jay-Z. Shout out to you, my man. Uh, and two, it's a lot to offer on Tidal, man. Uh, you can look at videos. Like for the other day, they had a live streaming of... Louisiana Fest, Lil, Lil Wayne's joint, um, you know, on there, and uh, a lot of other things, man. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty dope platform. But uh, shout out to Joe Bud, man. You know, shout out on your deal. I'm sure that bag is nice, and he always, um, no, not always. Also has his deal with. I don't know what the fuck. I can't talk today. Also has his deal with. I believe Revolt, and he's starting a TV show uh on revolt so man shout out to you man keep pushing the music and 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 culture forward uh keep talking shit as usual because that's what they love you for and uh prosper my g shout out to maul and rory as well babe uh before i get into the next topic i got this uh casey and jojo uh situation i won't let y'all hear man Come on, choir. Oh, my Lord. Yes, I did. Come on, choir. Somebody done me wrong. Done me Come wrong. Come on, choir. <laughs> I just chilling all night long. All night long. Come on, come on. Praise Time him. Time is slipping away from oh, me. Shabahaya. Praise him. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't no doubt of it now. Get home. We gotta go home, boy. <laughs> just about to see the dollar sign. <laughs> that close to a peace of mind. All right, y'all, I got to be serious. Okay. No, boy, the motherfucker said I had to go see the dollar sign. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Back on back on subject. The queen of soul, Aretha Franklin, she passed away the other day after battling pancreatic cancer. Uh, just basically an innovator in soul and R&B. I'm sure she was an inspiration to a lot of top R&B singers, especially black females, and um, it's like she's having like a 12-hour funeral session. But hey, do your thing. When you rock star status like that, you do what you want when you're popping. Uh, rest in peace, Aretha. We're going to miss you, mama. Also, rest in peace to those individuals killed in that Florida shooting, uh, the gaming uh, shooting in Florida. It was a Madden tournament, I want to say, which is crazy, man. A game tournament for Madden just turned deadly. I guess one of the dudes, he had lost to somebody. Um, got mad and he killed a couple people. I, last report I seen was two and uh, injured ten. And that's just wild, man. You know, um, the violence. I don't know, man. It just erupts out of nowhere. Uh, that brings me to my next point of Chicago. Um, 
You see ignorant reports like 40 people shot, 12 killed in Chicago in a weekend. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like 40 people got shot? I saw a really disturbing video. Some of you might have saw it. It went viral online where there were like uh, three guys and looked like an older gentleman in like a, um, a gas station that's like an ATM in the front. And then there's the doors behind that that are closed like after hours or something. And, you know, you're waiting for the ATM or something. And, like, the three young cats, they in there or whatever, and it's a really old guy in the back, it looks like. And somebody just starts shooting at the younger guys in the gas station but end up hitting the young, the old dude, too, in the video, it looks like. Like, the old dude, like, he ain't had shit to do with what was going on with those guys. But you see one of the younger cats, he uses his homeboy as they all fall to the ground, you know, and when the shots ring out, uh, he uses his homeboy that was in front of him as a shield, man, and ducks up under his homeboy so he didn't get hit. And that's it's like, damn, that moment you use your homeboy for a human shield and he dies. And you see the one individual that used this homeboy as a shield just get up and like pull out a phone or something. But it's like, man, it's, it's just sad. You see all this violence erupting all over the world. And as I've stated before, I live in St. Louis. There's violence all the time, man. It's just crazy you know it's like the first thing people do is just run and get the gun or, or over anything it seems like um so uh rest in peace to those individuals and before i get into the trash of the podcast the rest of the podcast list look like trash <laughs> but um i want to take a quick shout out to a verb uh aka vegan verb is his username on instagram for his battle um this past week with uh murder mook man um dope bro uh salute to you hats off to you hats off to hitman holla uh, i remember both of you guys being uh st louis like local rappers like years ago when i was young as shit man i remember uh hitman holla he was going by young holla and uh he had a deal with uh i want to say track boys back in the day but uh definitely uh shout out to you guys shout out to a verb your battle was crazy i did watch it um, I hadn't really been up on the, the battle rapping uh, because, you know, I really hadn't really seen too much that I was interested in, except when you guys would get up there. But, um, man, you did your thing, Mike G. Uh, I will say the uh, hardest part, in my opinion, was when uh, you went and you dissected his whole situation of how he got on as a battle rapper and didn't do nothing for battle rap culture. Like that part when he was like, who you put on your podcast? None of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, like, dog, you built this platform as a world-renowned uh, battle rapper, but you didn't reach back and try to help anybody at the end of the day. Not saying anybody need any help because you can help yourself, but, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, shout out to A-Verb, a.k.a. Vegan Verb. Uh, St. Louis Stand Up. Now, Nicki Minaj. She just dropped an album, um, Queen. She sold 200,000 records in like the first week. That's a lot of fucking records. And she calls herself upset about being number two. And Travis Scott was number one. Now, I will say. I like Travis Scott's album. I've been a Travis Scott fan for a long time, uh, even before when he was behind the scenes producing for people and writing for your favorite artists and then finally putting out his own music. She gets mad at Travis Scott because 
he did something creative, innovative to sell records, which is sell some merch. Comes with an album. Sell tour passes. Comes with an album. We're living in a day and age where people are not going to the store to pick up physical album. People are not going on iTunes for the most part and just buying an album for $10, $12 to download to their computer when they can go and go online and stream the album for free. Uh-huh. And or download it on their streaming service and do it that way. Now, Nicki Minaj gets mad at Travis Scott, called him, I don't know, all kind of names, called him names on her on her uh her radio show that she just launched, not to mention she talked shit about entertainers not too long ago um, who went and got radio shows. So it's like, how are you contradicting yourself doing that? And then you go and get a radio show. And then you want to say something like, I just talked to Travis Scott. Uh, he knows he's not number one. I'm number one. It's like, come on, Nikki. Now, there's been a lot of speculation about what's going on with Nikki, and she has a lot of drug behavior at the moment. Um, but I don't know. Respect to Nikki. I- I'm a fan of the Gucci man, Nikki. I'm a respectable fan of the Nicki Minaj that used to just spit bars and be that chick spitting like crazy. But when she made herself a character that was doing all these different characters and faces and all this weird looking shit that doesn't apply to a 30-year-old man that would want to listen to music, I kind of just put her to the side like, yo, she's one of the most dope entertainers we have, but I'm cool on all that. Very attractive woman, very talented woman, but I can't ride to that. And I feel like that's what the game is needing, and that's what the game got when they got Cardi B, was a woman who came and spit some real shit that guys could listen to too. I miss that Nicki Minaj, the Gucci man and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> when she was down with uh, 1017 and them. I miss that Nicki Minaj, because she used to spit bars. Let me dig it in the crates one time. Yeah. This the Nicki Minaj I miss right here. Nicki. That's me, I am Minaj, I am Nicki Minaj And if you wanna Minaj, keep a couple pretty bars Look, head game, visit, visit, make a nigga dizzy, dizzy Bitch, I'm at that slumber party, sipping on that frizzy crispy Let me tell you, that's the Nicki Minaj I miss That's the Nicki Minaj I would like to see That's the Nicki Minaj I would like to hear Side note, I'm not sure why all of the ladies from New York that are women rappers they have to sound like that. Like, if you notice, all of them got that sound. They got that Foxy Brown. They got that Lil' Kim flow. I mean, I'm sure they paid homage, uh, you know, and on top of that, Nicki Minaj has Foxy Brown on a track that's on, you know, her new album. But aside from that, they all sound the same. Like, Cardi B, 
dope artists, but they all got that same, huh, what's going on? Like that whole, you know what I mean? How Lil' Kim used to be. But, um, yeah, I mean, Nicki Minaj's album, it's cool. It's decent. Um, I don't know. Uh, it opens up with ganja burn, ganja burn, ganja burn. Oh, ganja burn. No, I ain't the last little riff. I added that shit. But yeah, Ganja Burn, I like that tune. It was decent. The, the track with Eminem, decent. The track where she um remade the Biggie joint, Dreams, uh, talking about like fucking different rappers in the set and the third. You know, that was that was a good concept. But then it goes off into a bunch of singing and I don't know. I'm not here for the singing, Nicki Minaj. I mean, that's just me. You know what I mean? I'm not here for rappers that sing either too much. You know, I'll, if you rap, I want you to rap. You feel what I'm saying? But aside from Future, he got, you know, he got his thing going. Is Turn on the lights. You know, that's my shit. But I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with Nicki. I don't know if she's battling with creativity. I guess we won't know what it is. But at the end of the day, Mama was pissed that she only sold about 200,000 records. And like I said, that's a lot of fucking records. Like, she's been trolling people. She's been getting on, um, I think, did she get on Flex or was it Clue? And she trolled a DJ about something. Then she got to going in on Safari and she's been replying to people, talking this and that. It's like, Mama, you are one of the top tier superstar artists of this time. Why are you replying to things that are beneath you? Do you see Beyonce, Jay-Z? They don't even do interviews. They don't even respond to controversy but like i've heard some say maybe it was a ploy for her to get some more clout to sell more records but i will say i don't know it's not looking too good for her tour her u.s tour i know her european tour with future is still going on it's like overseas but the um america tour not looking too good you know they were booking uh Places that had 20,000 seats, you know, 10,000 seats, and she's only been able to sell 3,000 so far. And they've been canceling shows. So from what I hear, it looks like her tour in America is going to be canceled, but she claims it's being postponed. But ticket sales are low, according to Live Nation. Oh, and that back and forth with her and Safari, man, if they don't get their ass back together, fight or fuck or something, it's like, man, it looked like y'all still love each other. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when she called my nigga out on that hairline, my G, oh, I was weak. <laughs> she said I should have never paid for that hairline. Dog, I was weak. Then she threw Tiger in and said, yeah, he went to the same spot Tiger went to. And it's like, why you throw Tiger in it? But Tiger didn't care, man. He told the doctor. He told how much it cost. Didn't give a F. You feel me? And speaking of Tiger... I just found out earlier today that he's suing cash money for unpaid royalties and album sales. I want to say he hasn't had a check at all. And he's suing them for like a million dollars. I thought Tiger would have been worth more than a mil, you know, with all the stuff that he put out on cash money. But I don't know. But according to them uh, sources, he's suing them for a million dollars. And he said he hasn't got paid since he got on cash money. And I do remember a Breakfast Club interview where he did say he's never got a check from Cash Money Records. Speaking of Cash Money, uh, not so long ago, uh, it was reported that Lil Wayne was getting his money and they were moving forward to uh, to drop the Carter 5 album 
Um, but uh, we're not sure if it's going to be on Cash Money, if it's going to be on Universal, because the speculation came from that the money was coming from Universal and not Cash Money, da 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 da, da whatever. But uh, Louisiana Fest just happened, went down. It was dope. Um, and Birdman got on stage and he apologized, you know, and said, you know, getting things right, this, that, and the third, cool. So we don't know, you know, maybe Lil Wayne get back with cash money or do a lot with cash money, even though he's not signed to cash money. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, baby, you got to get your shit in order, my G. Now, this next situation is pure trash, man. Over the, uh, weekend, we had Lil Baby uh come to st louis with his uh harder than ever tour and uh the, one of the opening acts uh the guy named uh what is his name man yt osaris or something like that he's a young singer man i seen him on instagram blowing up but anyway little baby came through he sold out our venue here called the pageant and this is why i'm like man st louis does not know how to act at any point and but i can't place the blame because i don't know both stories okay I will say that. But the video emerged online where Lil Baby was at a video shoot with someone here, uh, an artist here. And through the rumor mill, I find out that supposedly he was paid $30,000 to be on a song and to shoot a music video. He got to the music video three hours late. Um, and somehow something went back and forth. And there was speculation that he was trying to run off with the money that they paid him for the video uh, in the song and in the video you see Lil Baby like with an Air Force One or something in his hand talking about changing his shoes I believe and uh, some cats that you don't see on camera going back and forth with him arguing now Lil Baby like what the hell he talking about this that and the third and you see tucked off in the corner is his security with this big ass like AR-15 you know it's by his waist if you know guns you know the handle it's an AR or AK is something but LeBay like, man, giving the money back, this, that, and the third, whatever. Now, uh, oh, sidetrack, back up. If you don't know Lil Baby, he has that song with Drake um, that, that's pretty hot, steaming up right now. He also has a mixtape out that is, uh, hey, it's dope as shit. He also, all his mixtapes are dope, I will say. I ain't gonna lie, Lil Baby been going hard for a little minute. But, came to St. Louis, sold out the pageant, got into it with them, blah, 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 blah. Now, the guy, YT Osaris, which is a singer, uh, apparently through the rumor mill, he allegedly tried to run off on somebody's uh, $500 uh, deposit for being a feature on a song. And bullets rang out, and someone shot up his uh, Ben Sprinter van. I mean, if you see the video online, you see, like, I don't know, 30 bullet holes in this van. I think they said four people got shot, um, and uh, but nobody got killed. So, you know, thank God for that. Nobody got killed. But it's like, man, St. Louis don't play. <laughs> St. Louis does not play, man, and I don't... It's sad it had to erupt all that, and people can't come together. Uh, also, through the rumor mill, there was speculation that the people who uh, Lil Baby was dealing with, with that music video and that uh, song was affiliates of bmf um you know black mafia uh family uh if you don't know who they are please go on netflix and look up bmf documentary with big meech um jeezy raps about him um rick ross raps about him uh fabulous you know was rapping with him like it's a lot of prominent people who used to be with him man and, and they click and they did a lot as far as like man drugs go but 
apparently uh, that's who he was with and all that emerged. Now, this other part is trash too. And it's crazy because St. Louis chicks, you know, we got groupies out here too. <laughs> so apparently some chicks got on the tour bus or whatever with little Baby in them. Uh, and they told him, hey, if y'all not fucking, then y'all got to go. They weren't trying to fuck, so they put them out. One of the girls went to Facebook and put up, yeah, them niggas was trying to get, da, 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 da. we ain't want to fuck, so they kicked us out. Uh, but hey, they at the Holiday Inn by the airport, room 308. Uh, you'll know you there, and they there, because there's two tour buses in the back of the hotel. I said, damn, like... You would really set out their information online for them to get, you know, set up potentially because they kicked y'all out because you didn't want to fuck. Now, playing devil advocate on that situation, ladies, if you were an artist, you meet an artist and he wants to take you after the concert back to his hotel, what do you think he is trying to do? What do you think he is trying to do? I'm just asking. So why would you even put yourself in a situation to get kicked off of a bus or disrespected because you wouldn't want to fuck? And nine times out of ten, when you get with the artist after the show, that's what he's trying to do. He's not trying to sit and read a book. Y'all not going to read the Bible. So I'm just being real. But St. Louis plays no games, man. Tiana Taylor and Jeremiah were on tour. Um... And Jeremiah was supposed to be the headliner, for what I believe. However, everybody that was coming towards the tour were coming to see Tiana Taylor. So there were complaints that Tiana would go on stage and everybody would leave before Jeremiah got on stage. Now, I'll be totally real. I don't know. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think that Jeremiah was even big enough to do his own tour, like headliner tour. I'm just being totally honest. Like, I know. <clears throat> excuse me. Man, I got all these complications today. Um, now, I know he has a project coming out with Todd Dallasan, I believe. But I didn't know he was big enough to headline his own tour. And it was like the later that night tour. And I want to say later that night came out like three years ago, I want to say. So it's like that's a long time to be doing a tour. But I'm, I'm just being real. I didn't know Jeremiah was that relevant to do his own tour. But apparently him and Tiana Taylor got into it about some things. They going back and forth. Tiana exchanged some words, talking about she wanted to fight, talking about how dude was this and that and the third. And the end result, Jeremiah ends up getting kicked off his own tour. <laughs> and now the tour is called the Keep That Same Energy Tour, which is the name of Tiana Taylor's album. Um, Just me personally, if I was Jeremiah and I saw Tiana Taylor was still in the show and people come to see Tiana, but I'm still going up and I'm getting my coins um, if I'm the headliner, I'm getting more money than everybody. So I'm gonna fall back <laughs> and I'm gonna collect my cash. Y'all do what y'all want to do, but it is what it is, man. You know, people going to do what they want to do. People have pride, people have egos. And at the end of the day, it just didn't look too good. I mean, I'm sure Jeremiah is a good artist, you know, great writer. I know he writes for a lot of people and features and stuff like that. Like I said, he got a project coming out with Ty Dolla Sign, which I'm sure it's going to be fire. But um, I would have sat back and collect my coins, my G. I don't even know why you even did all that to make somebody erupt to go back and forth and this, that, and third. But, hey. And shout out to Tiana Taylor because that album is nice. Only thing is um, I'm a little torn between is like, 
the album came out and then she was saying like, well, this isn't all the album. It's supposed to be more songs. It's supposed to be this. And it's like, well, shit, we didn't know that. Well, what, where, where's the rest of the album? But shout out to her. Shout out to Ye. Let's see what I'm at. Uh, 28 minutes. Okay. Um, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast, episode number 12. If you have any feedback or uh, any songs you want to submit, go ahead and send it to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. And uh, we'll do it like that. I'm going to go ahead and step back a little bit and throw on some internets, man. Uh, one of my favorite groups, R&B groups, a dope as hell, man. The internet uh, song called Girl right here on the Fly Perspective Podcast.
baby